Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Because traffic was nuts. Ugh. That was great. <laughs> I hope there's only more chipmunk jokes to go along with those. There's more. There's more. Great. Great. So we're Chippendale. They were chipmunks, I guess. Uh, not squirrels. Uh, yeah, I think they were chipmunks. What's the difference, anyways? One of them's got a stripe down its back, and it's, yeah. it's smaller. The chipmunk's smaller, I think. One is considered cuter, I guess. The squirrels are the uh, ugly cousins to the chipmunk. Well, I don't know. I mean, I would call that subjective. Well, that's true. That's true. But you never hear somebody, like, it's always, with cute characters and with cartoons, it's always chipmunk, never Mm -hmm. squirrel. Right. So. That's true, I guess. So, uh, before we get started talking about Chippendale Rescue Rangers, a Patreon pick by Mandy. Can't pronounce her last name, so I'm not even going to try, but thank you for that Patreon pick. Um, but before we get started on that, I got a story about my dog. Since oh. we're talking about since we're talking about small little rodents right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. She's a squirrel dog. She, she likes squirrels, she likes rabbits. Mm-hmm. The whole nine yards, anything that's a rodent cuz she's part chihuahua, I guess. That, that's probably why. She doesn't like birds. She don't care for birds. Yeah. But anyways, we were out just we're out in the yard, sitting under the swing. We're, we have a swing under the tree, you know, just kind of lounging at my in-laws' house, actually. And we're just sitting there, and Teeter's roaming in the yard. You know, they got a fence, so we just let her roam around. And next thing I know, I hear Amber just cry bloody murder. I mean, this is like mm-hmm. the most blood-curdling scream, I think, that I have ever heard her let out. And I turned to look to see what she's screaming about, right? Because I'm like, oh no, there's like a hawk that swooped down and, and grabbed Teeter. Right. Or something. I thought I thought the worst. So I turn around, and Teeter has a little baby rabbit 
pinned to the ground and is like, I don't even know what she's going to do. I guess she's going to try to eat it, but she wasn't. I think she was just playing with it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got a similar story that uh, doesn't have as happy of an ending. So when we lived up uh, in Tazewell, we were selling a headboard. Uh, and a lady came and got it, and Birdie, we lived kind of where there was just kind of a bunch of land and stuff, so we didn't really ever have Birdie in a fence or anything. She stayed around the house. And so, uh, we were all outside, including Leah, uh, who was four at the time, and, uh, here comes Birdie just hopping along with a baby rabbit in her mouth, just flopping around, and uh, obviously the baby rabbit had met its demise, and uh, and it was just hilarious, because here's somebody we don't know who's at our house, (laughs) here's my little, you know, daughter, who I don't know really how she'll react, and here comes my dog with a fresh kill uh, in her mouth, and so, uh, but it went, it, it, it turned out fairly well, because... You didn't have to feed her supper. Well, uh, I took the rabbit and put it in a trash can and uh, told Leah that it was that the next morning the rabbit was gone, so it must have come back to life. So uh, it was funny because I think that uh, she then thought that things came back to life. Cause there, was a, there was another in, instance where something was dead. And she's like, well, can we just put it in the trash can and <laughs> come back to life like the rabbit or something? So it was a cute, cute little... That's funny. Uh, and then my dog this past week, just a fresh story, got sprayed by a skunk. Awesome. Second time she's been sprayed. So we were down there fishing. You know, on my grandfather's dock that we used mm-hmm. to go fish on camp out at and in an area known as polecat believe it or not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you and, didn't see that uh, one coming she saw i forgot about that i forgot about that um she took off running after something and i and then i saw like a hundred yards away a skunk and i was screaming voice was screaming and didn't even slow her down and she actually bit the skunk, and then the skunk sprayed her. Hmm. That's what happens when you get that taste for blood, you know? That's right. She's a killer now. She's a killer. She's a cold-blooded killer. Hmm. So anyway, we're talking about Chip and Bell. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How about that? Uh, uh, shall I lighten the mood? Yeah. With a little joke. Okay. Okay. What do you call a monkey that sells potato chips? A chipmunk? Yeah, chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, you know, um, the chipmunks, they're chipmunks, right? Also, do they ever hang out with chipmunks? Like the chipmunks that sing in the high-pitched voices? Or I guess uh, they're yeah. normal voices yeah. for them. I don't know if they hang out. I don't know if there was ever a crossover episode. Because Disney does Chippendale, right? Yeah. And, you know, 
You know how Disney is with their own characters and crossovers and stuff. I got you. Yeah. Well, uh, let me um, let me lighten the mood a little bit more, and then we'll okay. move on. Uh, now that we've gotten about seven minutes deep into the episode, I'll go one a little more on the fringe of family friendly here. Okay. Why do chipmunks swim on their back? Why? To keep their nuts dry. <laughs> well, you know, they're carrying them. They're carrying them on their chest. Lay on their back, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, exactly. Uh, as, as briefly mentioned earlier, this one is a Patreon pick from Mandy DeChuna, DeChunka. I, I shouldn't have even tried. I shouldn't have even tried. I think DeChuna. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Close enough. Okay. Well, she'll probably, probably just not. stop. She'll just stop with her Patreon donations. Right. Because I totally this, butchered yeah. her name. But. And me saying close enough. That's what people love. About, <laughs> yeah, they, know, they you, love it. <laughs> you mess up their last name and then you're like, yeah, it's close enough, right? <laughs> yeah. People just love that. So. Okay. Yeah. Do you got some history for us? I do. I do. So. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Disney, obviously, but it was uh, developed by Capcom and with the designer Mariyoshi Kurokawa. Now, that name may sound a little familiar because he was involved in... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, wrong name. <laughs> that guy was the developer, but the producer, Tokura Fujiwara... Is the, is the familiar name as he has worked on Mega Man 2 and Ghosts and Goblins. They may so. have been familiar to me. You don't know. Well, they, may have been, they may have been all been pretty familiar. Yeah. They weren't. But. Well, Takora Fujiwara was, uh, was uh, uh, the, pu- the published uh, producer of this game. Well, I'm doing good today. Uh, it's, early. it's early. Yeah, that's true. Um... And he'd also done those other games, so may explain why this game was pretty good, as we'll talk about in the gameplay discussion. But uh, this was the second Capcom-developed Disney game after the 1989 DuckTales from Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, and according to the... Uh, this was only the second one? Only the second Disney game. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. By Capcom. Yeah. Yeah, and it was released in June of 1990, so this is even later in the life of the NES. Um, and then Darlene Lacey, who was the uh, game producer at Disney at the time, said that this was one of the least troublesome pro- Capcom projects to meet the company's family-friendly ethics standards and required very few changes once, uh, during development. So it kind of makes me wonder... In the other Disney games, what was going on that Capcom threw in there that they had to take out? You know. Well, the only other one was Ducktales, right? Ducktales at the time, but yeah. this is retrospective, so he oh, may have I been see. talking about others at the time. So too. all the Disney games up to the point that he was talking, they had trouble keeping it family friendly. <laughs> yeah, Capcom <laughs> liked to throw in some, <laughs> maybe some uh, uh, unfamily friendly cutscenes or something. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, uh, the uh, Japanese and European versions of the game contained fixes to minor 
graphical glitches during the opening scene and the North American release, which I don't know really what those were. But uh, a leaked prototype cartridge came out, and a private collector got it. And um, so, at, and in this prototype, you only had to collect half as many flowers and stars to gain extra lives. So, but the original amounts, which are the half amounts, are erroneously printed in the manual, in the North American version. So the manual lies to you in this game, a little bit. Really? Well, then yeah. we better not read it today. <laughs> uh, it was a commercial success, sold 1.2 million copies worldwide, um, and has remained uh, one of the NES favorites. It was by Nintendo Power, their 79th of their top 100, and IGN, the 71st of their top 100. So, remains... Uh, pretty well liked and they had a sequel for the NES in 1993 um, Chip and Del Rescue Rangers 2 but anyway mm-hmm. yeah I haven't played that one I, I, I'm anxious right. to play it whenever the time comes yeah by this time by 1993 you've already got Super Nintendo full swing or I guess maybe not maybe not full swing but it's out so, yeah. Which is interesting. We've never actually discussed that. When the Super Nintendo came out, they still continued to make NES games. You know, that's kind of taboo now. You know, usually when the new system's out, it's like, pfft, done. Yeah, I feel system. like that's taboo for everyone except for Nintendo. Because Nintendo, yeah. I feel like they do that sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We gotta. Yeah, Alright. Gotta... Did you <laughs> did you have hey. this game or go on some big quest? Um I had this game, but let me real quick. Did I ever tell you about the, the I don't know why this your little thing reminded me of this. Did I ever tell you about that T V show, uh, The Detour? No. Oh man, it's so good. It's 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 off air now. It's the first season's over, but it was a show that came on TBS. And it was hilarious. It was kind of like the vacation movie, mm-hmm. but a TV show. Oh, really? Um, yeah. But uh, oh, it was hilarious. And there's just the reason it reminded me is there's just one part where they get in like rural Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and uh, there's like a redneck guy, and he's like, "What you doing there? What you doing there?" And it, for some reason, you kind of sounded pretty redneck when you said, uh, "Oh God, the what are you gonna you do? Yeah, what are you, what are you gonna do? Yeah." Anyways, so yes, I did have this game as a Chad. Uh, as a I, Chad, what, did you use the name Chad? Yeah, back when I was a Chad, <laughs> I changed it. To, I changed it to Michael about age thirteen. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I was trying to say trying to say Chad. Uh-huh. Child, child, child. Well, uh, speaking of rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. Went to uh, Teleco Plains the other day, just to, you know, kind of messed around. They have got <clears throat> the uh, why lake and stuff. Well, you know, oh, like, you know, Cherokee National Forest and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, as we were leaving Bald River Falls, which Bald River Falls is over there, 
we were behind some Amish people in horse and buggy. So sweet. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. Uh, I guess there is Amish in the Togo Plains area. So really, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, we'll have to ask. Uh, we have a friend that lives up there. I have to ask her. Yeah, she knows them. Yeah, she knows them. Talks on the yeah. phone all the time. So fun. <laughs> Uh, she has to. She has to go visit them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Back on track. The game. I got it when I was a kid. I don't remember what age. Uh, I guess I'd have to been five or later. But uh, I really don't remember how I got it. I just remember playing it. I think what happened was, and this is me just kind of reaching way back into the depths. Uh. I think I rented it a lot from Pick and Flick when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think my parents just, my parents or my grandparents or somebody just noticed that I rented it all the time mm-hmm. and then just eventually bought it for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the scoop on that one. Yeah. Because, you know, they're economical people. They realized that he's either going to keep renting this game over right. and over again or we just save money and buy it for him. Little did they know, and I've said this before. I'm not sure why they never figured it out because they did this a couple times where they'd buy me a game that I rented a lot thinking that it would keep me from renting games. Little did they know I just meant I would rent a different game. Rent a different game. Right. 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 So. So. Yeah. Just opened up your coffers to make to uh, rent more games. That's right. Do you uh, did you ever have this game when you were a kid? I did. I had this one as long as, as well as DuckTales which is really the only two Disney games that I had. So, um, yeah, these were the two Disney games that I had too, DuckTales yeah. and Chippendale. I didn't have any of the other ones. Yeah, so I did have this one. I uh, played it quite a bit. I don't remember playing it as much as DuckTales, uh, which we'll talk about the gameplay as far as which one is the better See, one. I played this one. I played this one more than DuckTales myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you a bigger Chippendale Rescue Rangers fan? I was, actually. Yeah, I liked the show better than DuckTales. Yeah. Were you the other way? Probably, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I just didn't. Did you, I just remember playing did you like, uh, I think I did liked you like the, Chip or Dale better? Dale. Dale. See, I liked Chip better when I was a kid. I like Dale better now. Yeah. Um, I was a very serious child, I think. <laughs> not, but, not so serious as an adult. Right. You kind of flipped it. Um... But I think I like the DuckTales game music better, which is why I played mm-hmm. DuckTales music. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we can talk about that when we get to the music, but I yeah. think I may agree with you there, maybe. Mm. Okay, well, let's talk about the game. Sweet. So, you had it as a child. Do you mm-hmm. remember... I hate that this child word. Is good. You had it as a kid. <laughs> uh, you had it when you were younger. Or a baby what was it like? What was it like? when you're uh, playing it as a, as a baby goat? Well, as a baby goat, I would have to say that it was harder, more difficult. Uh, I, I felt like it was a pretty tough game, and then uh, going back to it, it didn't feel as difficult as it was. Um, and I think that I've felt that way about a lot of games, of course. Most people do, uh, DuckTales included. But... Uh, you know, I really liked it, though. So. Yeah, it's 
actually a really easy game in the beginning, and it gets mm-hmm. a little bit more difficult near the end. Right. Um, right. But it's still in the in the realm of NES games. It's definitely one of the easier ones. Yeah. It also gets a little bit harder if you try to do co-op, which is a huge deal. There's two-player on-screen co-op that's actually really fun to play. Yeah. I've I don't never, know. Did you ever get? I've never you, done it. Never done. Oh it. man. Yeah. You have to come over and we'll have to do it because it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. It's probably, I, I don't want to just outright say it, but it's it could be in top five co-op games on the oh, NES. Oh, really? It is, it is a lot of fun because you're both on the screen at the same time and you can like throw the fruit at each other and knock each other out. And, <laughs> and like the, the whole game is pretty fast. You know, the game the game's fast. So it's like there are lots of two little chipmunks running around like crazy. Well, yeah, and the characters are fan. distinct enough that you can tell each other apart. It's just, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, it's got to be fast. I mean, it's chipmunks. Chipmunks are right. fast, right? Yeah, they're fast. Right. Pretty fast. Well, they look fast because they're so small. They may actually not be that fast. <laughs> no, that's true. Well, uh, and I like the aspects that you pick up apples and they're like three times your size. Because you're a chipmunk. Uh, right. And yeah. uh, the little wooden crates, I don't know where they get little wooden crates for little chipmunks. I don't know. They're little tiny itty bitty wooden crates. Maybe they're like uh, building blocks or something, like a, like, like a kid's toy. Like Legos, kind of? Yeah. yeah. But it's it's it's, cu- it's cute, because you can pick them up, and then you can drop get down inside them, and yeah. your little eyes blink. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cute. So cute. This game's just so cute. Hey, wait. Before we get too deep into the discussion, I've got two things, all right? Okay. One is another joke. Okay. Good. Good. What do you call 144 chipmunks in a box? What? Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's pretty good. I like that one. All right. Now I've also got something else here. Is that a bull on your shirt? Uh, Yeah. It's Thorny's Steakhouse and Saloon. Where is you ever that? Been there? No. I think it's in Myrtle Beach, maybe? Oh. I don't know. It probably been, says on the back. It's been a million years since I've been to Myrtle Beach. I, uh, last time, <laughs> uh, last time I, uh, went was like when we graduated high school. So that was, what, 13 years ago? Boy, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Bad memories from that one? Uh, no. It was pretty fun. We'll get into that on a Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I was, I was just thinking, didn't you get a nickname during that thing? Yeah. And some yeah. other things happened. So, yeah, okay. We'll, uh, we'll wait till Patreon episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I've got a manual. All right. All right. So, first thing, an ad for The Adventures in the Mag- Magic Kingdom, a game that I've never played. Me neither. Hmm. We will right. one point. What? <laughs> I said we will at one point is what it was supposed oh. to say and I think I kind of slurred it all together just... <laughs> it sounded to me like uh, uh, never mind I won't okay. tell you what it sounded like all right. a special message from Joe Morishi the vice president of Capcom sweet you know normally you get a special message from Captain, Captain Commando Captain Commando right where's he but, at but for this game they want you to get a message from their vice president. Yeah. Thank you for selecting Disney's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. 
one of our exclusive family of computer home video games. We at Capcom are proud to bring you this exciting, action-packed adventure game for your Nintendo Entertainment System. Rescue Rangers, created by Capcom, a premier worldwide arcade game designer, features colorful, state-of-the-art, high-resolution graphics. We hope you enjoy this new addition to your video game library. Very truly yours. Yep. Very true. That does sound like something that would come from a vice president, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. miss Captain Commando already. I do too. And Joe, then he also, you're out. yeah, Joe. We need Captain Commando. They also try to give you a little. He also tries to warn you about it. What type of TV to use? <laughs> yeah. But I don't want you telling me what type of TV to use. If I want to use a rear projection with my NES and risk image retention, I'm going to do it. Or, or even. I'll use black and white if I want to, Joe. I don't I don't need your help. Yeah, I don't need your colorful, state-of-the-art, high-resolution graphics if, if, if I don't want them. Right. If, if I make a mistake and regret it, it's on me. Not. And I also don't like Joe because he's, his J is clearly backwards in his signature. Yeah, it looks like a C. Yeah. Looks like Co. What's up with that? Mauricio. Mauricio. Yeah, <sighs> I'd fire that guy. Yeah, he's if gone. I was Capcom, he's gone. Captain Commando asked. Captain Commando has to be the president, right? I'm guessing he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, did he just get too busy? I guess maybe he was. He was on a trip or something. He went to the. He's uh, visiting the Hamptons or something. Mm-hmm. Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Hey, nice little logo. I like that. Which. I'm pretty sure Sonic the Hedgehog stole the Chippendale Rescue Rangers logo. I think he did, now that you say that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. <sighs> we'll take that up with the Genesis Gems guys. Yeah. No, never mind. I'm not talking to them. Yeah, let's just not talk to them. Yeah. All right. Well, there's really no story. They don't get... Oh, they're here. Here it is. Sorry. The Rescue Rangers have been assembled once again to help a friend in need. Their neighbor, Mandy, has lost her kitten. Hey. The Patreon Mandy? Yeah, exactly. Is that what, Are we playing this game to try to rescue Mandy's kitten? I think so. Huh. So their neighbor, Mandy, has lost their kitten, and she doesn't know where to begin looking. There have been some unusual sightings in town of mechanical bulldogs and robotic cats. Can the Rescue Rangers' enemy Fat Cat be up to his old tricks again? <sighs> old Fat Cat. Why are Fat Cats viewed as the uh, the bad thing? Like when they talk about Wall Street, they're like, "Oh, the Fat Cats up there in Wall Street, uh, <laughs> taking up all the money." I like a big Fat Cat, actually. Well, maybe they're not saying bad things about Wall Street. Maybe they're just saying all those cute little fat cats up there in Wall Street <laughs> getting all the money waiting on some petting and loving yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay I mean really fat cats are lazy right so mm-hmm. that's a bad it's really just a bad analogy to use all the time it really is let's leave the fat cats out of this yeah what did the fat cats ever do to you right. besides ignore you and lick themselves right alright so Chippendale, they have friends, you know. That's mm. another cool thing about this game, is you can open up boxes of your friends and get them to help you. Mm-hmm. 
Gadget scouts ahead and leaves inventions and clues to help the rescue rangers. Monterey Jack, or Monty, helps Chippendale find secret doors and pathways. And Zipper, Zipper, he makes you invincible, basically. Yeah. So, uh, did you, um, do you remember watching Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Did Zipper talk? He didn't talk, did he? He just went... Uh-uh. He just made a zzz noise, right, right? Right. And Chip and Dale were both infatuated with Gadget. Of course. Yeah. I mean, look at her. Right. Um, it's funny to me that Chip and Dale are chipmunks. Monterey Jack and Gadget are both mice, I suppose. Uh, but they get along. Yeah, I guess so. They're mice or rats. Oh, maybe gadgets are ma- mouse and Monterey Jack's a rat. Monterey Jack looks a little bigger. I see. What's the difference between a rat and a mouse? Just the size. Yeah. So it's kind of like a chipmunk and a squirrel. Yeah, pretty much. But well, I'm going to draw your attention to page eleven. <laughs> yeah. Uh. You like how I left that like that? Why did? <laughs> What? They didn't choose the word dynamite there. Or bomb. Yeah, they went with black balls. Black balls. Mm. Player must throw these quickly. <laughs> All right. I Good think to know. A ha- I think there's a hashtag in there somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Acorns. Mm-hmm. Acorns, crates, uh, steel boxes, mm-hmm. and apples, of course, that they didn't mention there. Let's look at some of these enemies that you fight in the game. Now, that was something else that I really liked about this game, is the boss fights were pretty cool, if you ask me. Well, it was interesting. You get a ball to throw at them. Yeah. It's like the, ch- the whole game changes up during a boss fight. Mm-hmm. You throw a little red ball at, at them. It becomes a game of dodgeball. Yeah, kind of. It really does. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... There are lots of... Everything's based on uh, some sort of rodent or bug. Right. Uh, or just small animal. There's mechanical bulldogs and robotic rats. Mm-hmm. There's a buzzer, which is just a bee trying to sting you. Mm-hmm. Which, they say it's a bee, but I think it's more of a wasp. Because when it stings you, it can sting you repeatedly. It can continue to sting you. Right. Bees typically don't do that. Right. They get one Tip- shot. Yeah, they get one shot. Once they get in, uh, they're not getting back out. Right. Uh, let's see. There's a mouse. There's a kangaroo who plays tennis. Now, that's a good idea for a character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A kangaroo with a tennis racket and balls in its pouch. I, tennis I like balls it. in its pouch. I like I think it. That's pretty cool. What about Popper Mouse that... Shoots party favor poppers at you. <laughs> Watch out for his party favors. <laughs> that doesn't really sound all that bad to me. No, no, it doesn't. It's just confetti. Right. There's a, a rhinoceros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look out for his this charging brute. Now, he's not really to scale in this game. I don't think. No. He would actually just crush the uh, chipmunks if he was to scale. He probably wouldn't even see the chipmunks. Right. He'd probably just walk right on top of them. Right. 
It's miniature rhinos. Yeah. Now, Wart, the nasty lizard that throws his hat. He's one of the characters late in the game, and mm-hmm. he is annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are parts where you have to jump gaps and stuff, and he throws his hat. Yeah. Pretty annoying. <clears throat> All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. You can also join the Capcom Craze Club if you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get to pick a poster. Yeah. Send your money order or check for three ninety five with this coupon. Hmm. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. You should send it and see if they send one now. Yeah, I doubt that would happen. <laughs> hey, did I ever tell you the story about the first time I paid a COD for something? No. Cash on delivery? Okay, this will be a good story. So I was... I don't remember how old I was. Probably... 13 or 14, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I ordered something. Oh, we're done with the menu, by the way. Okay. So I ordered something COD, which mm-hmm. is... I knew meant cash on delivery, right? Right. I knew what COD meant. How old I were you? I how it worked. Time? 13, 14, something like okay. that. Okay, okay. I didn't know how it worked, but I knew what it meant. Okay. So I ordered... I think it was a paintball gun or something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I had my cash ready for the UBS guy to bring me the gun, right? Right. I had my cash on delivery. Right. Cash ready to hand the UBS guy. He shows up, and he's like, well, I'm signing for it and everything. He's like, okay, so where, you got your money order or, or check? And I was like, uh, no, I thought this was cash on delivery. He's like, no, you can't pay with cash. Oh man! Like, <laughs> I was like, "What are you gonna get over cash? It's cash on delivery." Uh, it is. A, it's a misnomer. It's yeah. They need to rename it to like money order on delivery. Well, I get. I'm assuming that used to, they probably took cash. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's a risky endeavor. You don't want a UPS man traveling a whole bunch of cash with a lot of cash. So. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. anyways, he he was nice enough to go the rest of the way around his make the rest of his rounds and come back to me. So in the meantime, I went and got a money order. Now here's the here's the one thing here. Mm-hmm. Why did my parents tell me that it's not actually cash on setting you up for failure? I think so. <laughs> They're like, oh they man, were. this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> he's gonna hand this guy's cash. He's gonna throw it back at him. Can't wait to see this. My parents are so mean. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. So what do you think? Give me the rundown of what you think this game is. And feel free to compare it to DuckTales if you want to. You don't have to. But you mentioned kind of want to. Well, the controls are great. Which I think you kind of expect from a game coming from Capcom. Um... And it feels a lot like DuckTales at times. I feel like the um, character movements, and obviously you're going to see a lot of overlap in the NES games that are made by the same developer, especially when they're so similar on cartoon characters like DuckTales and Chippendales. But uh, overall, this game is, is, a, is a real fun game. I think it's one of those games that you can plop in at any time. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to invest. Um, the... the 
uh, level design is pretty cool. I really especially like the level where you have to go and turn off all the water spigots and to get yeah, that's really through cool. the um, level. Uh, I like that they used gadget as the invis or not gadget uh, zipper as the invincibility. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty nice touch instead of just making an invincibility. It's actually just gadget beating off all the. Uh, um, uh, bad guys so um, but uh, yeah so what did you think uh, well I love this game I think I think it's a little on the easy side right mm-hmm. so it, it's got that against it I, I suppose but, or for it if you want to just sit down and relax yeah this game is really good for that because you don't have to you're not really all that stressed about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about trying to beat it or whatever because you, it's, it's really not that difficult I, I agree with you on the level design, though. I think this game has some of the best level design on the NES, really. Because mm-hmm. every level is, is a little bit unique. There's there's not just unique in the way it looks, but unique in the way, like, the things that you do in the level, like you're talking about the water spigots, or, mm-hmm. like, even the first level, you go left to right, right? Right. Left to right, right? You're kind of climbing, I guess. You go, you go left to right, but then you go up, and then yeah. you go right again. So it's, it's kind of like you don't... You're not doing the same thing left to right the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are some levels where it's nothing but climbing, right? I, I believe. Or maybe it's... I can't think of the top of my head, but... Yeah. No, there is. The, the, every level just is unique, and there's a, a different challenge. Yeah. So. And I, you know, sometimes it's like, I think that the cartoon... If it, when they make a game off of a straight cartoon, it makes it a little easier for the graphics to look good. Because it's because you're just making a cartoon, right? You're not having to make it try to look realistic like a human being or whatever. But the graphics were really good uh, in that aspect. It, I mean, in parts, it really almost looked like the cartoon characters, the sprites or the chipmunks, was just like the detail in such a small sprite is pretty impressive to me. So yeah, no, I totally agree. I think the the graphics in this game are. Again, I would, I mean, they're not doing anything that just blows you away spectacular as far as uniqueness or anything, but they're, they're perfect for the game, and like the characters are super detailed, bad guys, good guys, everybody's <coughs> super detailed, the environments are crazy cool, I love the, all the different environments that you get into, mm-hmm. um, the... Like the colors, there's so many colors. You know? It's very colorful. It's very colorful. There's um, a lot of colors going on. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of looking at some screenshots just to uh, refresh my memory. So the first level is the one where you're basically climbing on the fence, right? And going up and down the pipes. Uh-huh. Um, the robotic dogs was pretty. I mean, even the bad guys have such good sprite. Uh, the sprites are so good it's just it's very impressive but they really don't like a lot of times you would see that in NES they would make the main character detailed mm-hmm. and they would cut corners with the sprites right that's where they would save their memory or whatever right or their their time but in this game I mean every, even the char- the enemies are pretty well detailed I mean really detailed yeah uh, I'm going to pull up a picture here. 
this is the library level and this is our kangaroo characters and just the detail of the kangaroo the tennis racket um, the, the different colors on the kangaroo and of course you got uh, chip there but uh, it's just really good really good detail so I definitely agree the the only thing I would say and maybe I just don't know I didn't know how to do this the only thing that bothered me about the game this is not graphics by the way this is just something that popped in my head is when you play a single player I don't remember if I was able to choose between Chip or Dale. You are at the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I was just in a hurry to play. Yeah. That I missed that. So you do get to choose. If you want to play single player, you can play as Dale only. Right. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. You might probably just got to the... It's on the um, start screen. You can go so I, it's like right after you pick... Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. It's, you pick one yeah. player... And then it says Chip or Dale. I right. right. But if I don't think you can, maybe maybe what I'm thinking is when you play two player, I don't think you can flip flop them. Like I'm a bit obsessive about being player one. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, player because, player one has to be Chip. I think so. Yeah. Okay. And so even if I wanted to be Dale, I think I would have to be Chip just because I need to be player one. <laughs> At least in my house. Right. Okay. House rules. Yeah. House rules is I get the verse controller. What about the music? Uh, I thought the music was really, really well done. I think the the theme song is spot on. Mm-hmm. Like I've had it running through my head all week uh, playing the game. Mm-hmm. Like even when I'm not playing the game, I've had that song running through my head. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, it matches the game really, really well. Um, and the fact that it does, you know, talking about the cartoon, uh, cartoon look to it, the music also matches that. Um, yeah. Like I said, if I'm comparing the two, which I'm not sure you should, but if I'm comparing the two, DuckTales, I like the music better to DuckTales than this game. So I think they're I think they're about on equal ground for me if we're going to compare them. Yeah. I think uh, both nailed the theme songs. Uh, what are you sharing here? It's the end screen of the game, but I was, this guy's pretty excited <laughs> that he beat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is pretty excited. So, anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your thought. That's okay. I, was... uh, I think the music is on par with DuckTales. Okay. Uh, I know some people... You know, DuckTales has certain themes, like the moon theme or something, that people just go gaga over. Mm-hmm. I like the moon theme. I think it's really good. But, you know, I think the songs in this game are on par with it. I would not put them in the listen to outside of playing the game. Yeah, category. not Mega but Man I would, version. No. Yeah. I would put them in the matches perfectly because they're so cartoony. You know, mm-hmm. the game's so cartoony. The music's so cartoony. The sound effects are really cartoony, too. Like, I don't know how they made some of the sound effects. Like, the, um, I guess it's when you step on electricity, it makes like a zapping noise or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like a spring or something. I don't know. I don't really know. It's like. And not just the, the music and the looks, the 
uh, cartoony, but like the cartoon-ish way that the bad guys. I think somebody said this on on the commented this on the. Uh, we'll read the comments later on the Facebook group, so I'm not stealing their idea, but they're how the characters kind of fly off the screen. Yeah. You get the yeah, stars yeah. around their head when they get hit on the head. Um, kind of thing that are just quintessential cartoon. So. Yeah, we just... This game nailed being a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Anyway. Right. So, let's see. We talked about the graphics. We talked about the music. We've talked about our thoughts about the game. Um, you want to get into some is it worth it stuff? Sure. So on Amazon, used, it's running about $15. And there's one new and box sealed, because I know there's some questionable things about that, but it's $400. But, uh, so about $15 if you want to play this game. Okay. And maybe a little less if you're on eBay instead of Amazon, but still, probably about $15. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's totally worth it. I love this game. I think it's like a perfect, a perfect Capcom Disney game. If you're tired of playing DuckTales and you want some more of that, then I yeah. want this game. I think it goes to show how well people like this game. Um that it's still $15 when, like I said earlier, 1.2 million copies were sold. There's a lot of copies of this game out there, and it's still pretty expensive as far as NES games. It's not like a $5 game, you know? Yeah. So that means people are people are hanging on to it. It's not, yeah. Or, you know, people are getting more money for it when they're getting rid of it. This almost, this game almost, it's $15, right? Well, if you look at games these days, indie games or whatever that you can buy on your Xbox, mm-hmm. um, that's about what they go for, 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like a, just a small indie game on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I would put this game up there with those games in, as far as fun factor and quality. So paying $15 for this game is not not out of, out of the ordinary. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I think so too. Love it, it when we can agree. Yeah. Get it. Did you come Speaking up? Speaking of agreeing, before we get into the retrograde Chovis, I wanted to reiterate how awesome this game is, two player co op. Oh, yeah. One, one more yeah. time. One more time. Because we didn't really. I don't. I don't really have any discussed experience it before we with talked it, about so. it, but. Yeah. Um, I played it as a kid, two player co op all the time. I played it uh, as I got older, two player co op. And I had, uh, I had all slapper bags over. Maybe about six months ago, when we played two-player co-op on it. Sweet, because we were we were wanting to play co-op games, and I said, "Well, the best co-op game to play is Chip and Dale Rescue." Mm-hmm. So we played it. Go slapper bags. Yep. All right, now we can go. We can move on to retro food trophies now, if you want to. All right. I just came up with two. Okay. How many did you come up with? One, but I can maybe think of another one. Okay. By the time we get to the end. My first one is, okay, but I'm going to head boop it anyway. And that Mm -hmm. is, save the kitten, only to find out that it was just a decoy. We didn't talk about that in the gameplay, but 
the kitten part is just a decoy to, so that you don't realize he's actually kidnapped Gadget. Yeah. Well, so. he kidnaps her. He kidnaps Gadget about halfway through the game. Yeah. That's another thing. There's cutscenes and stuff that give mm-hmm. you some story and, and lay out the story that are really cool in this game. Right. And about halfway through, he kidnaps Gadget. Yeah. Or maybe early. It may be a lot earlier than halfway. It's, I think it's a little earlier, but... Um, I think my cat's snoring. Fat <laughs> um, cat? Yeah. No, she's not a fat cat, though. She's snoring. Um, Small cat. But yeah, so... Uh, I'm gonna head boop it anyway. You're gonna head boop that kitten. Yeah. <laughs> even if it's... Even if it's fake. Yeah. What is, it, what is this head boop? Where you just kind of put your head down and Can the cat... Can you demonstrate? <laughs> um... This cat won't She's let me do it. Uh. <laughs> see him? Can you see him sitting right here? Yeah, I see him. He don't like the head boop. He doesn't do it. No. But, uh, oh. My wife's bringing this one over. This one, this one, Minnie, she'll, she'll head boop. Here we go. Oh. Just get him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really, that's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> great pod here yeah it's a great pod <laughs> hope you're watching this live otherwise you're definitely not getting any of this yeah okay uh, well I like to headbutt my dog does that count mm, yeah yeah okay. uh, let's see I've got let's see I've got one called uh, fat cat foiled again and that is beat the game that's my one one really lame trophy that I came up with. Uh, my next one is, okay, now I'm going to make a pillow. And that is beat the uh, owl boss. Because mm-hmm. he's dropping all the feathers. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. All right, I'm going to come up with another one. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, eat your heart out. That is beat the game as Dale. Like it. And, well, and for that matter, Indiana Jones, eat your heart out. Oh, get the game is chill. Train. <laughs> you are really close to that train. Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> God. I don't know if we have enough time for it to get to me. Is it going towards me? Yeah, it actually is going towards you. We'll see what happens. We'll see if it gets to me before we end the show. Yeah. It's moving pretty good, so it might. Okay. Uh, anyway, so Indiana Jones, eat your heart out. So I got, I got three trophies. That's beating this chip. <laughs> All right. Sweet. I like it. I like this. How are we going to rate this game? Hmm. A small a rodent? Uh, sure, we can do a small rodent. That's a little too spot on, probably. But... Yeah. That's too spot on. That's not too... Uh, how about... Hmm. A type of monk? type of monk yeah okay i'm gonna go with uh, uh a tibetan monk no i'm gonna go with a himalayan monk because they're the ones that you have to go and like get blessings from before you climb everest and you know that's kind of like the best monk if you ask me i don't know if they're monks they might not be monks i don't know i may be completely wrong but i think they're monks Okay, so you were going, you were going with like uh, location of monks. Yeah, I thought you meant like Christian monk or oh. Buddhist monk. But you can go with that. You can go with that. Shaolin monk. You can go with that if you want. 
You don't think we'll offend anyone? No. Okay. Uh, I'll go with the Shaolin monks then, because aren't those the ones that are like no ninja? Yeah, yeah. They know they definitely are well versed in the martial arts. Okay, so. I'm gonna go with them because I like this game and I think that's cool. The monks know a bunch of kung fu mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever martial art it is that they practice. But they never use it. That's what's crazy. You know, they just practice it for uh, meditation purposes or something. Right. They're very peaceful. Very peaceful. That's right. That's right. Hey, you know, the, the uh, Chip and Dale kind of remind me of those those guys in the Sonic commercials. Have you seen those guys? Yes, I love those guys. Chip would be the calm, cool one, and then Dale would be the... Uh, Ridiculous one. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of right. what they remind me of. On here, I'm going to show, share, share a screenshot here. This is probably the... This explains how awesome the co-op is just in one picture. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course, the one on the right is just somebody redrawing it, but... Right. The left. You can pick each other up and throw each other. Yeah, I love it. And that is actually... When I was a kid... I, uh, when I was an older kid, I had I let Matthew play with me, and mm-hmm. this was kind of how I would help us get through the game because there were some jumps that Matthew couldn't figure out how to make. Matthew being my little brother, for those who don't know, yeah, listening. But there were some jumps that he was having; he would have trouble to make. I would just pick him up and throw him across. I like it, and then do it myself. It so. it is monks that you ask for your blessing to go on adversity. I had to make sure. Just went. Check myself. So what happens? At, what happens? Wrong book. Wrong book. Monastery. It's at sixteen thousand feet. At so what happens if you climb all the way up there and they say no, you can't? Uh, I don't think they do that. Hey, have you heard? This is kind of morbid, but have you heard about Everest and I think it's called like Rainbow Valley or something like that, where all the bodies are? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And they call it Rainbow Valley because all the coats are different colors. Yeah, and then you've got uh, Green Boots, which is actually used as a uh, a marker for how far you are. It's a dead body, and the guy's wearing green boots. They call him Green Boot. That's crazy. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do with those bodies. You can't bring them down. Right. So. All right. So I think we need something to lighten the mood. All right. After that. Yeah. How do you catch a chipmunk with a Pamela Anderson fixation? Oh no. <laughs> How? Climb a tree and act like a chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the reason that I'm on Everest right now is uh-huh. I watched that movie. It was on HBO. The new one. It's called it's Everest. It's about Everest. Yeah. It's about the my, pretty much the most tragic one of the most tragic days on Everest in 1996 which I knew the story before but watched, well, I watched the movie the other day so a bunch of people die? yeah a bunch of very experienced people died it was uh, uh it wasn't like a bunch of knuckleheads or anything mm. so anyway <clears throat> okay let me lighten the movie get a joke I just, I just wanted to me... do that because I wanted another joke Okay, uh, why did the 
Why did the chipmunk visit the psychiatrist? Why? Because he realized he is what he eats. Nuts. <laughs> I like it. Alright, how about some feedback? Yes, we have lots of telephone calls. You want to do those first? Sure. We got like seven calls. I'm excited. People are really... They really... I'll tell you why. Well, you'll probably be able to figure out why after this first first one, but... Yeah. Okay. Uh, here we go. It's good. It's a good podcast. Great. I love it when I... It seems like every episode I try this. And yeah. It never works. The first time I try it. I always have my volume down or I have it like on mute or something. Here, strike it. From Greetings Norway. from Norway? Yeah. Sweet. Fans <laughs> in Norway. You. Norwegian Thank fans. Thank you for that call. Yeah. yeah. The very first one to check our website is from Norway. I love it. So it works in Norway. All right. Nice. Here we go. Hey, two dudes. This is Chris Vanderhoff. And I called you from the mobile site. Clicked on the little phone and went right to my keypad. Click call and look where I'm at. Two dudes in Anya. I must say though, on that Ramble episode, I'm very disappointed. There was no tangent, so there cannot be any Hulk smash on the Facebook page. I am very disappointed in that. Another note though, you guys should play Casino Kid. I love that when I was a kid. You play Blackjack, five card stud, seven card stud, but it's kind of RPG like. You gotta. You're in the casino, you talk to people, gotta find the right person, gotta beat that person, then you can play the next higher up person. Another game you should try is Sunday Fun Day. Heard it's really awesome. Religious version of Menace Beach. But I heard this cool dude that is selling a bunch of them on two new traders on the Facebook group, and you really should go check that out. Two dudes trader on the Facebook group. I want to say the reason that we didn't have tangent talk on Rambo is we were planning to record a Patreon episode. Yep. So we wanted to save them all, and then the Patreon episode only ended up being 15 minutes long because my internet crapped out. So, yeah. Yeah, so we saved all our tangent talk for the Patreon and then didn't get to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I was, we did, you know, we probably should have had some Rambo tangent talk. We should have. I, mean, I don't know why we didn't talk about the movie. We should do much. just a Patreon episode on Rambo. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. We also should have talked about Rambo during the Rambo episode. But that's kind yeah. of a, yeah. Kind of missed that, missed that boat. Right. All right, here's another one. Hey, it's cool. Two people used our website, the mm-hmm. phone thing. I like it. Worked. I like it. Right. Dudes, what's up? It is Joe again. This time I'm calling because guess what? I went on the mobile website, I hit the phone, and I connected to you guys. 
guys, check that out. I just got done on some of the Rambo episode. Uh, honestly, I haven't played the game from the screenshots and gameplay I saw on YouTube. I did not want to touch the game. Um, so I apologize that I don't have any uh, informative information for you. But the fact that the phone icon does work, it does allow me to call you guys. And that's a good thing because we should all be calling and leaving voicemails for you guys. Love the two dudes. Have a good guys. Bye. Nice. Like it. Love it. Joe calling in. Uh, we're gonna have Joe on the show very soon, I think. Yeah, I know. We just gotta get this. We just get the schedule worked out. I'm excited. So we'll have those sweet, smooth, buttery vocals on our show. We're just gonna let him talk. Yeah, probably. Could you just read a book? Actually, uh, <laughs> we'll let him read, read the read. manual straight yeah, through. Yeah, no, the he's reading the manual yeah. on that episode, not me. Right. Not right. me. Here we go. What's up, dude? It's Sean here. I'm just calling to uh, say that I took offense to the fact that no matter who called it, wouldn't have as nice of a voice as Mr. Joe Coble. I like to think that I have a rather nice voice, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to delay everyone your ways with that. But anyways, uh, you know, I'm just hanging out right now, just listening to the uh, Castlevania episode. I'm very much so looking forward to the Chip and Jet, Chip and Dale's Rescue Ranger episode. Um, you know, love this game, love the two-player aspect, hiding crates, tossing some apples, the music's great, uh, very bright, colorful, very awesome. Now, if you want to say, hopefully this makes it on to that episode, if it doesn't, apologize to everyone for, uh, you know, taking up your time, but anyway, Michael. If you can believe it, I did play it on the Chippendale episode. I know. Usually like I'm it. not very good at that. Yeah. But uh, totally remember to do it this time. Yeah. And I will say, Sean, you got a nice voice too. Actually, your voice, a little bit higher than Joe's, would probably complement his well on a podcast. It would. Maybe they should If you guys together. ever want to yeah. do one together. Yeah. I think you actually live close together too. If, there you go. Yeah, so, I mean... Somebody needs to join Joe's podcast. Yeah. At least for an episode, right? Yeah. All right. Here we go. That's a good one. I like it. Um, and just for those who haven't listened to the Patreon episode yet, we did play a really funny call from Ivan on the Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. I, I've been waiting on it. Uh, we couldn't play it on the regular show because it's a little on the racy side. Not too bad, but yeah. you know, we thought it'd be best just to save for the Patreon. And I hope, I think Ivan heard it, so yeah, that's that's the best part. You like my cup, by the way. Ooh. Owls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one's winking at you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Here we go. We've got two more. Okay. Hi. Hey, this is Dude Knopf here. I was trying to call the two dudes 
corporate office, but uh, Bernice at the front desk <coughs> transferred me to this automated system. So I don't know if I'm talking to the right people or not. Uh, basically, I'm uh, just calling because I need to change the name on my dude registration. Uh, it's not Jason Knob anymore. It's Jason Fox. Uh, I tried sending a fax with my driver's license, the new one, uh, over to the fax number you guys provided, but I just got a reply fax from a Janice's gym or something saying I had the wrong number. So that's why I'm really hoping this call is just gets through the right people because uh, it's uh, F-O-X now, not K-N-O-P-P. That last name was just uh, too awkward, so I got to change. Uh, anyway, uh, I also wanted to let you guys know that it makes me smile every time I, I get a shout out from these guys. And, uh, I'm really stoked that you're still enjoying the art that I've provided for you guys. Uh, once again, it's been a pleasure working with you, and I hope we get to do something again together soon. Uh, and you know what? You guys can feel free to call me dude, just like you do. Dude Sean, dude, dude Jay, and all the others. You know, I can be dude Fox, or Fox Dude, uh, whatever you guys saw to be fit. But, um, yeah, you can recognize my dude status every once in a while. That'd be cool, too. Anyway, uh, just wanted to give you guys, uh, a heads up back that I uh, did notice you gave me the shout out there on the uh, Top Gun episode. I think it was a Top Gun episode anyway. And uh, yeah, I'll be in touch soon. If you guys need anything else, uh, feel free to get, give me a contact and keep on doing what you're doing. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye. I like Fox Dude. Fox Dude? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I like Fox Dude. Yeah. We'll go with Fox Dude. I will also say that. Sorry, Bernice. Sorry about Bernice. Mm-hmm. She's like that sometimes. Uh, she's got a thing. She's kind of a feminist, you know. So, okay. Yeah. And and her way of uh, acting out against that and being a feminist is to just not do a very good job <laughs> as a secretary, you know. Because okay. she's like, women, you know, women aren't always secretaries. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, but she you are our show. secretary, so. We can't burn this on the show. That would be a disaster. Yeah. And we don't have a fax, so I'm not sure who you're faxing. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No fax. But, okay, we'll stop using... So, I'm asking you now, dude, or Fox dude, uh, is it Fox graphics now that we should be shouting out, or is it still not graphics? Or... So, Fox dude know. graphics. Fox dude graphics. That sounds great to me. Fox yeah. dude graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what. That's who did our logo. By the way, the guy that just called yeah. did our logo. We are very very appreciative yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, we do need to shout him out more. I feel like we got a little lax on that because he did do a really good job and didn't didn't ask for anything really. Mm-hmm. We sent him a hat. Alright, one more call. Maybe I should do this. 
you know, make happy and call in. And so here, here I am. But uh, in my defense, I've asked you guys like two questions in the last year. You never bothered to answer them. So uh, <laughs> you guys on blast to say, say, what are your three worst Nintendo games? And B, what's your favorite world in Super Mario Brothers 3? Because you said you were going to get to them. We did answer the second one. Favorite world, Super Mario Bros. Three. Yeah, definitely so, eight. I love that. Yeah, definitely it. eight. Eight. World eight is my favorite because mm-hmm. it just everything just changes. <laughs> the way the game is played just changes. Mm-hmm. Three worst. I might levels. have to take some time to think about that. <laughs> so you tell you get back to him on that one. Yeah, we get back to you on that, Jay. <laughs> Although I do like the theme song he gave us. I was about to say we now have a new theme song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of introing the show with the game theme song, game theme music, we may just play Jay's, yeah. Jay's theme song. Right. Okay. All right. Um, I'll just it? I'll go and tell you uh, one of my worst favorites is yeah, it's all the calls. Okay. One of my worst favorites is but we can do the three worst of the ones we played, right? That'd be easy. Yeah. Instead of three total worst, Deadly Towers was terrible. Right. That's on mine. Um, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, I'll put that one down there. We've um, um, had to have played some more LJN games. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm looking at the list here. I really wasn't a big fan of Defender of the Crown myself now that I'm looking back Nightmare on Elm Street that game was terrible oh yeah really was oh Power Punch 2 oh yeah that 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 one and Deadly Towers are definitely the two my two least favorite that I've played and then probably throw in I would just throw in probably Friday the 13th because Nightmare on Elm Street was a little bit better than Friday the 13th Thank you. <laughs> great thought. <laughs> it's a great thought. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's it for the phone calls. All right, let's run through some Facebook feedback. Okay. Okay, so Tommy Rudd says, very fun co-op experience. Clever the Great says, yes. Gabe Van Gilder says, I own it, but only played it a little. Great game. Well, that's blasphemy. What? <laughs> Owning this game and just playing a little bit. Yeah, it is true. Might as well get your $15. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm just messing with the game. He's been a listener long enough to know that we're just messing with yeah. him. Yeah. Well, and we just put him on blast like an episode or two ago about turning heel. Playing Genesis games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true, we did, didn't we? Because <laughs> he okay. liked the Genesis version of Rambo, right? Yeah. Okay, Greg Polander says, Really fun game, like the other Disney games that Capcom made. Very challenging toward the end. Not quite as good as DuckTales, but it's still a very solid game. Adam Malone says, Super fun. Difficult with two players, but still fun. Daniel Walker says, I absolutely love this game. This is one of the 
those games that brings me right back to my childhood every time I play it I watch the show religiously and I remember renting this game from our local Video Express on top of that it's a Capcom game so it's a great game to play to boot David Wagner says one of my favorite NES titles Joey Awajane says this game was a lot of fun Cap classic Capcom title. I love the music, the graphics, the feel of the whole game. Very entertaining how you could pick up boxes and just chuck them really fast. And the enemies would go off flying off screen like Looney Tunes characters. LOL. I love that you get stars on your head, too, every time you get hit in the head. A game that would start off pretty easy and get pretty hard near the end, but certainly beatable and extremely enjoyable. Lots of memories from the late 80s. Peter Martin says, I never played this, but heard so much about it. It is definitely on my games to buy list. Go buy it, James. Or Peter. James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Go buy, go buy it, James. Yeah. <laughs> James can buy it, too. Yeah. Jason Fox, who we just heard from on the voicemail, said, uh, or Fox Dude. Fox Dude. Fox Dude. Jeez. Sorry. This was another game that really showed the care and attention that went into a collaboration between Capcom and Disney. This game really stayed true to the show and was a real treat to play for me as a kid who watched it every day on TV. It also helped that this was kid-friendly and didn't require a lot of trial and error to figure out what to do. Very fun to play, even today. Uh, Sean Muldowney says... Uh, Duchon says, fun and polished. Is that even a surprise considering that it's a Capcom game? Love the co-op aspect. There's, listen. Huh? You hear it? Train. It's made it. It made it. It made it. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. Uh, right, sorry. Is, I, I feel like that's like the highlight of our episodes it, now. It really is. It really <laughs> whenever is. Whenever it makes, whenever the train makes it from your house to mine or vice versa. Yeah. It just really makes my day. Alright, so Sean Muldowney says, Fun and polished, is that even a surprise considering that it's a Capcom game? Love the co-op aspect. The controls rock. Two dude thumbs up. Uh, I guess that's two out of four then, right? I guess. Maybe you have four thumbs. I guess he didn't really like that game. So, Ivan says, A cute game with good music. Didn't enjoy it as much as DuckTales, but a good game nonetheless. Mark Davenport said, great game. Rob McCollum says, a hashtag McCollum fave. Did he just create his own hashtag? <laughs> I, I, can you do that? I guess so. <laughs> Ryan R. Jack. I'm going to start using it. <laughs> <laughs> you start using a McCollum fave. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag McCollum fave. We should. Just throw a bunch of stuff on Facebook. Just <laughs> Stuff that... Stuff that's not good, dude. <laughs> <Yeah. be> like. <laughs> hashtag McCollum fave. <laughs> Alright, Ryan R. Jackson said, Loved this game as a kid. Hiding in boxes was epic. Joshua Witt says, Great two-player co-op game. Paul J. Powers, Powers says, One of my all-time favorite NES games. Fun and challenging. One of the first two-player at, at the same time while side-scrolling games for the NES that I can think of. Hiding in boxes, heavy apples, zipper for the win. Trevor Franklin said, <laughs> what? Zipper for the win. <laughs> yeah. You'd make a great broadcaster. Trevor Franklin said, a game that my brother and I rented more times than I can remember. Because of this game, we were disappointed when any game didn't offer a sweet cooperative mode. I felt the same way. 
I did. I remember after I played this game, every time I play a game, I'd be like, do I have a sweet two-player co-op side-scrolling? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I mean, this, this, I mean, you don't understand. This game is, it, it's, it's, in its co-op mode, I would put it up there slightly below Contra. Yeah. That's how good the co-op is. Not, I mean, the game itself is not as good as Contra, but the co-op plays as well yeah. as slightly below Contra. And Gail Wilson rounds us out with Enjoyed the TV Show Growing Up. And she is our fan from Bendigo, Victoria in Australia. Oh, Australian. Yeah. Nice. Now, I noticed that uh, Mandy did not even comment on the... No? On her own episode. But hey. I guess she didn't feel like she needed to. Yeah. It's fine. All right. Uh, we do have our... Soul Google Plusser over here. Yeah. He said, Ryan says, I remember this one. Haven't thought about it in 25 years. So I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. So he basically hasn't thought about it since it came out. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Thought about it once. And thought about it again. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't like it. All right. All right. So uh, I guess we don't have any emails. Yeah. I guess that rounds us out. All right, well. I'm going to shout out the Retro Junkies. It's been a while since I put you to the test. I may, oh, my guess is you've forgotten all of them. Close to it. Turtle Flakes. The Super Show is no longer <laughs> active, right? Well, it is. It's called Winging, Winging It. Winging It, yeah. Winging It, right. Uh, we have Genesis Gems. No. No, don't mention that one. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Radical Re Retro Roundup Podcast, which is our dude mm -hmm. Joe. Dude Joe's on our network now, that's true. Uh, Star the Wars. podcast. Yeah, Star Wars Energy Night. Star Wars Energy Night. I was going to help you. A podcast for each of the different types of Atari systems. Yes. Every <laughs> uh, The SNES Podcast mm -hmm. by our dude Greg. Yep, dude Greg does that one. Uh, shit. Oh, <laughs> Retro Obscura. Almost uh -huh, forgot that Obscura. one. Yeah, yeah, don't forget that one. Um, I'm out. Okay. Can't think. There's also our our Brooklyn Bites. Uh huh. Yeah. Pixel Tunes Radio. No Quarter. Ten Pence Arcade. The Toys R Us Report. Master System Masterpieces. <laughs> With our own dude Joe. Yeah. On there. Um, I don't know, that's all I can think of. Alright, well, you can find us on. Did I say dude Joe again? I think you did. Yeah. Dude George, yeah. sorry. Dude George. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, all the social media. Go to our website, two dudes in a nest.com, nesdudes.com, and then tendudes.com. And of course, you can always call us by calling 775-773-8761 or 775-7-RETRO-1 or, and I feel like I have to do this now because mm -hmm. we got seven calls mm -hmm. whenever I did. You can go on our website, our mobile website, in the upper right corner, click the little phone, and we know now that it will call us. Right. Or I guess I should say, we don't know if it will call us. Somebody please call us and see if yeah. it works. Yeah, let us know if it works. <laughs> yeah. 
No, we do know that it works now, thanks to all these calls, and we appreciate that. So, but don't let let this just be a just a, the start of your calls. Just helping us out. Mm-hmm. You helped us out. You you let us know that it works, and now you know that it's fun to call. You get your call on the air. We play it. We talk about it. We answer your questions, That's right. or we. Push it to the to another time. Another time when you'll call back and remind us to answer yeah. your question. Right. Yep, we do that sometimes. Right. <laughs> but anyways, that's it. I'm get, I'm starting to get hungry. I don't know about you. Yeah, me too. All right. All right. Until next time. Here's the music to next week's game, or bye 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 NSYNC in eight bit form. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Justin. What's up, man? Guess what, dude? What's going on? Rob called. We can do the TMNT2 episode now. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. I'm for oh, real. Oh, man. I'm so excited. So, like, what, what do we need to do? Okay, so here's what we need. We need, remember the, the thing that we found, the Dimension X device that actually sent us to Dimension X, and we, and we had to go there, and that's how we met up uh-huh. with them the first time? We just need yeah. that. Uh, I gave it to you after the last recording, oh so you uh, you should have it. Okay. Uh, hold, hold on. Uh, you have it, right? Uh, well, you know, you know, I just moved, so uh, hold on. A minute. Oh, oh, that is how I get it. Okay. Uh, mm, um. Oh boy. Uh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, there it is. There it is. I had it wrapped up in this uh, aluminum foil, uh, so the. There none of the electricity energy right, right. to it. So. And like the yeah. government mm-hmm. the government can't find right. out about it right. and stuff. Yeah. Right, exactly. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. We'll hit that button and let's go. Alright, let's see if we can fire this thing up here. Out of a Here we are. All right, finally. Just, now just all like we gotta I do remember. is find those hosers. Yeah, yeah.